DJ Psyched, and you're listening to the Get Psyched Podcast. Let's get psyched together. I'm DJ Psyched, you're listening to the Get Psyched Podcast, and today I'm giving five tips to new creators, or honestly any kind of creator, whether you're a seasoned or you've been doing it for a little while like I have, I think that these tips could be useful for anyone. These tips came from my last year of creating. It's been one year now since I've been doing the Get Psyched podcast. The one year anniversary was on the 27th of January in 2021. So I've been doing this podcast for a little over a year now. And I just thought I'd reflect a little bit on some of the stuff I've learned and what I've changed about how I've been doing the podcast recently and creating in general, because this past year has been a lot of exploration for me in why I do the art that I do, what I'm doing and how I want to go about doing my art this year. I've completely changed everything I'm doing, so I wanted to kind of give a little update, but also share some fun tips that I think could be useful for anyone who's maybe starting their creative journey right now or looking for inspiration and things to do a little differently because these things have really impacted the experience I've had with creating and I think the experience other people are going to receive from the things I'm creating. And so I'm just going to jump right into it. These are five tips and we're going to start with tip number one, be yourself and show yourself a bit more in whatever it is you're doing. Maybe you're a musician, maybe you're also a podcaster, maybe you're a blogger. It doesn't matter what you do. Put yourself a little bit more into what you do. Be a person, if that's what you're doing. If th This is for creators who are like a part of their work. Like if you wanna be totally separate from your work, then I, I don't know if all of these tips will land, but for someone like me or a lot of my friends, you know, whether you're a musician or a streamer or whatever, a lot of the times you it is your thing and it's something that you want to be connected to your name. And if that's the case, then connect yourself to whatever you're doing. If you have social media platforms for whatever you're creating on, don't just use it like a business account. You know, post pictures of yourself. Talk about stuff happening in your life too. People do care about you and, and don't underestimate that. I mean, just think of the creators you like. This is something that is gonna be a part of another tip, but when you think of creators you like, for me personally, it's often someone that I can feel connected to, someone that I think is either funny or someone who seems really cool, someone who's just very honest in their videos and I feel like I kind of know them a little bit. And I know you can't really know someone from the internet, but people People like to feel like they kind of know who you are in a sense. They like to feel connected to you and connection's a huge thing for humans. We love connection, relationships matter a lot. And so these days it's not really just about content. Most of the time people are usually trying to like get connected to the creators they listen to. If they like your art, if they like what you're putting out there, they want to know who you are a little bit. And so putting that information out there, you know, if someone sees stuff you do and they like it and they start to like your personality because you put it with it they're gonna be more inclined to even like your art. They're gonna like it even more because they start to like you as a person. And so this element I think is really important, especially these days. People often do want to like their influencers and they want to kind of understand them and they don't want to just be one and done. Now, some people, yes, like you're, you're not gonna have a dedicated audience always viewing everything you do. Sometimes you will have people who are just looking for information for something random. Like I do music reviews and I imagine that some of the people that land on my blog posts are just gonna be people who are looking for an album review because they're just trying to like, I don't know, they, want to, they don't want to listen to something or they're working and they just want to get a brief taste of something. So there's definitely gonna be people who aren't looking for that connection but the vast majority of people who are gonna land on your page if they like it then they're gonna want to know more about you and what you're doing and 
so having yourself in there, it, it makes it easier for people to be like, oh, this person does this thing and oh, I like these pictures. Oh, this is cool. This person seems neat. And the biggest benefit of this, not even just other people like getting to see you and connect with you more and your work more, you get to feel more connected to your work. It feels really nice when you can just post whatever you want on your social medias or if you're doing something and you just want to throw a story in there. It's pretty fun. Like it's better than just saying things like I could just sit here and be like, here's five random tips for you creators. Or I could tell you that these are tips that I've learned myself because I've been creating for a year now. And now you know that thing about me and now I'm able to share that. And it just kind of makes this video easier for me to create and hopefully a little bit better for you to consume if you've been listening to my podcast any over the last year. And this is just something that seems so simple. Like, okay, okay, yeah, I have a social media account. Why wouldn't I post my stuff? But I was missing this point for a long time. And I know a lot of people who are new creators often do miss this point because you can get so consumed in whatever it is you're creating. You're like publicizing your videos and you're publicizing what you're doing and you're just pubbing the work and you forget to put yourself out there too. And people do care and people do want to connect with you and, and know who you are. And this is also going to go into other tips, but it, it puts you in this community sense, right? Like a lot of the times when you're creating in something like, let's say my sister, she does nails, men of manicures. I'll have that in the description. She is a part of the nail community now and she knows other people in the community right she can interact with them they're real people they all have the same interests why not make a community out of this thing and that's the beautiful thing about just about any industry is you know if you like music and you put yourself out there as a music person you know you can collab with people make connections and it becomes much more than just i'm putting this stuff out there it becomes a part of your life and a very healthy part of your life it's passion and community and that's a big part of what I do. So I'm getting a little too into this, but I love getting psyched together. That's the whole point of this podcast. I like to talk about these things, not because I just like hearing myself talk, but I like to connect with other people who are into the same stuff. And so I think putting yourself out there, it gives you that aspect of being a part of a community, being yourself and enjoying the work. And then also when people land on your page, they're like, oh, I like this person. I like their personality. And they roll with it. So that's tip number one. Be more of yourself and put yourself out there more and, and don't be afraid to do it. Just be confident. You are you. You're making this stuff for a reason. Put yourself into your work. There's a reason you're doing this and people want to know what's your story. What's up? Who are you? Tip number two. This kind of goes into the first one. Be clear about what you're creating and why. This is both for your sake and your audience's sake. If you don't know what you're creating, everything you do might feel a little bit more scattered to you. It might be harder to stick to a schedule if you have one. It just might, it just might not be as, as easy as an experience for you. And I can say this very personally because anybody who's been listening to this podcast knows that it has changed a lot over the last year because I had no idea why or what I was doing. Like, not no idea, but it was not defined enough for my sake. Now, there's really no telling, like, how specific you have to be with what you're doing or you can't branch out. Of course you can. You can always branch out, do whatever you want. If this is your art, your creative thing, no one can hold you back. But this tip was very helpful to me because I just want to do everything all the time. I have a lot of interests and it was very confusing to me when I couldn't choose a very specific podcast topic and I was always bouncing between ideas, never really following through on certain ideas and it just... It was a bit too much. It was becoming chaotic. It was hard for me to come up with episode ideas because I'm like, do I do a book review today? Do I do an album review today? What should I like? It was just too much. And so for me personally, being able to define my content a bit more has helped me so much in my creating and 
what's really nice is it helps the people who are consuming your content. Like for me, it's mostly my friends and my family right now. And I love that. I love that my friends and family can enjoy my content and watch it. And I want it to be enjoyable. I don't want it to be like my friends and family are watching these videos to support me and they're not gaining anything from it because it doesn't make any sense because I make random videos all the time. I want it to be more cohesive. I want it to be very enjoyable and I want it to really connect with the people I want to connect with. And when I was able to kind of define more of what I wanted to make, which for me was focusing more on music, psychology, and community, now I feel like my ideas are a bit more cohesive in my head and I'm able to make content that feels more cohesive to me. And now people are able to understand what I'm doing a little easier. So if they want to connect with my work, that's much easier for them. And now let's go away from friends and family. What if a totally random person lands on your content, whatever it is, whatever you make, whatever you create, and it's just like there's so many things happening that they don't know what to latch onto, right? Like they land onto your page because you had a really good, I'm just gonna use myself as an example, like you had a fun music post and they're like, oh, I like these artists. Oh, this seems really cool. Oh, I wonder if this person has more reviews. And they go through and, and, and the other videos are like just totally random and have nothing to do with what they came for. And they're like, eh, I, I don't know what's happening here. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna bounce. I, I don't know about all this. People have really short attention spans. So if you are trying to grow your audience, this is a really good one. Like know what you're doing, know why you're doing it because that'll be clear to both you and your audience and it'll help you garner a bigger audience. But if you don't really care about that, honestly, like it's totally up to you how you create. You don't have to feel like you have to, you know, narrow it down, but for me, even as somebody who doesn't necessarily really care about how big my audience is, I just love to feel good about what I'm making. This helped me a lot personally because I feel a lot better about my art now that it's more concise and I feel excited to create as opposed to really overwhelmed and unsure of what I'm doing. So that's a big tip, right? Know what you're doing, know why you're doing it. And I think a really good part of this, if you don't know where to start on this, is to just think about what are your values as a person and what are the values you wanna put into your art? So my values are education, health, music, reflection, and community. Those, those all mean a lot to me, right? Constant development, caring about the people around me, having a passion and following my passions, caring about my health and continued education. Those all mean a lot to me. And because I'm able to recognize my values now and actually put words and meanings to them, it's easier for me to create content that follows those values and for me to feel good because when you live by your values, you just kind of feel good, right? Like I love continued education. So I try to learn more so that when I make these podcasts and stuff, I could maybe share a bit of the stuff I've learned. And it just, it feels good when you connect with your values and when you can share your values with other people. And what also feels really good is if you're making work that reflects your values, you're gonna pull in people who connect with your values. If you're putting out educational stuff, you're gonna pull in people who wanna learn. And so the people you're talking to, you're gonna have something in common with. And that's way more fun than just kind of not knowing your values and putting stuff out there that doesn't really connect with you. And then people you meet, you're not really vibing with. It's a little bit of a harder experience than having everything defined and attracting the people you want to attract. Because a lot of the times when we're creating and this is, I think, a big part of creating is, is you want to meet and be around people who have similar passions and values to you. You want to build a community in your creative space of people who are similar to you because, you know, not maybe exactly like you, but, but people that can resonate with what you resonate with. That makes your life a little more exciting. People who are also passionate about things, people who are also into whatever you're into. And being able to define that is a huge part of that. 
I took a long time explaining that, but yeah, that's tip number two. Make sure you know what and why you're creating. Now, tip number three, consume more quality content. By this, I mean really like when you're consuming content, be intentional about it. If you're in the music space, you know, follow more music people and find people that you like. And when you watch their content, like I'm not saying you have to sit there and analyze it, write down all the things they do, but just take note of some of the stuff that they do. Get inspired by other people. The cool thing about consuming more quality content and intentionally consuming more quality content is you'll get new ideas and you'll learn new things and you could also become a part of a community, which is a really cool aspect and something that I look forward to in the next coming year. So I, I do want to try to connect more with people from my podcast and the content I create. I want to make more meaningful, like I want to make more meaningful and aligned relationships. And I think that this is a huge way to do that. So yes, my tip is to consume more quality content, get ideas from some of your favorite creators, learn from what they're doing, come up with ways to grow. I think listening to more podcasters, reading more blogs, and just consuming more content that I like has really helped me in creating my content. This podcast right here is not the kind of podcast I would have made a year ago. It wouldn't have dawned on me to just make a specific number and to really follow this kind of structure, but it's something I see a lot and it's helpful for me, right? When I watch a video, I wanna know the bullet points. I don't want someone just to ramble for like an hour and I have no idea what's happening throughout the podcast. I'd rather know what's happening, get information from it that's useful. That's something that's really important to me and something I realized I wasn't doing in every podcast I made. You want your viewers, the people who are listening, whatever listeners, viewers, friends, family, whoever's connecting with your stuff, you want them to take something away usually when you create, all right? That's like a big part of creating is you want people to walk away with something, whether that's being entertained or informed or persuaded, you usually want people to walk away with something. And so knowing what you want people to walk away with that's something I've learned from consuming content. And that's why I think you should consume more content. You'll learn these little lessons, you'll see these little things and you'll be like, oh, I like when XYZ person does this. Maybe I should, you know, do something similar along that route or follow that formula because it's cool. I think it's neat. I don't know. You'll learn a lot of things from consuming content intentionally, right? Like you're not gonna be a writer unless you're a reader. And that applies to literally every craft ever. You know, musicians listen to a bunch of music. so. Consume. Consume the content you create. Don't just create. <laughs> this goes into number four pretty well. These all go into each other because they're all about creating, but number four is if you don't like what you're doing, change what you're doing and don't be afraid to do it. This one is me adding myself so hard because last year I really fell out of alignment with what I was doing and I think it's funny because I was quick to think maybe I should just quit podcasting. Maybe Maybe I shouldn't podcast. I don't know why I'm not feeling connected to what I'm doing right now. Is this what I should be doing? And I considered quitting for a bit because I didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do here. And then I was scared to quit. So I just kept making and I just felt so disaligned from what I was doing and I didn't feel with it and I couldn't understand why. And being afraid to change things did not help that feeling at all. I think if I had given myself more room to explore and understand what was what I was going through and feeling, instead of just making myself feel guilty about the fact that I wanted to change things, it would have been much easier to come to the conclusion I came to, which was, yes, I love podcasting so much. I'm not gonna stop this podcast. I do it a little less frequently now, and I may do it more frequently in the future, who knows, but for now I'm doing it less frequently, and that's because I, gave myself room to explore and decided, yes, I do love podcasting, but there's some other stuff I wanna explore right now and there's nothing wrong with that. 
And now making these podcasts, I feel really connected to it because I didn't let myself feel too guilty about wanting to change. And that change really helped me. I hope that made sense. What I'm saying is if you want to change what you're doing, do it. Because if you don't feel aligned with what you're doing, if you're not sure about what you're doing, if you're scared about losing your audience and all this stuff, it's going to show through in your work. Like your, your uncertainty is going to show through. The passion's not going to be quite there. Like I'm not saying because you want to change things, you don't love what you're doing. I always loved what I was doing, but the less I felt excited about it, the less I promoted things, the less I put work into editing and putting work into notes. And I think that did show through. And it definitely, I felt it. As I created, I felt less excited about doing things. And it's not a fun feeling as a creator to not feel the same excitement that you used to feel about something. And sometimes it's not that you need to change what you're doing. Maybe you just need to up the difficulty or lower it depending on what's going on in your life. If things are really hectic, maybe you need to cut back a little bit so you're not so stressed. Or maybe things are going really well and you've kind of learned all you can learn in what you're doing and you need to accelerate, get to some new level so that you could challenge yourself a bit more. But don't be afraid to do that. Just do what you need to do because your audience is going to feel it if you're not feeling very connected to what you're doing. If you want to change things, your audience is going to feel it. You're going to feel it. No one really benefits from that. Allow yourself that room to change. Don't feel guilty just because you think you might need to. And don't feel like it's the end of the world. You know, if I change this, if I start doing podcasts once a month and I wake up one day and I'm like, man, I have so many ideas right now. I want to do a podcast every week again. Then I can. Who's, who's stopping me? You know, it's a change isn't forever, but it can be so helpful because right now I feel really good about doing more blog posts and doing a little bit less podcasting. Maybe in the future that'll change. I don't know. But giving yourself that room to change things, it'll just keep you feeling good. It'll keep the longevity of whatever you're doing up because if you start feeling bad about something and you're not allowing yourself to change, that's where a lot of people will often fall out of what they're doing. I've seen plenty of creators completely abandon projects at myself and go into something new because they didn't really want to change what they were doing, so they just started from scratch. And there's nothing wrong with that if you want to start from scratch, but this is called pivoting, right? When you're taking skills, mastery, maybe your audience, whatever you already have, and just shifting it a bit to fit what you want now instead of starting from scratch. You don't have to start from scratch, you're allowed to change, and you shouldn't feel bad about changing your content. So. If you start creating and you do it for like a year, like me, and you one day wake up and are like, I'm not feeling this anymore, change it. That's it. Just change what you're doing. You know, I mean, be transparent with your audience when you change things. That's what I'm doing right now. This podcast is my way of telling you, if you haven't heard already from following me on socials, that I'm changing the way I'm doing things right now. I'm doing less podcasts. I'm doing posts right now. And this goes into my fifth tip which is have a landing hub and make sure that everything connects. I made a website. That's my announcement. It's getdjpsyched.com. And this is where my blog posts are being posted. I have links to my podcast on there. And anything I ever add in the future to my process and what I like to do, it'll be on that website. And that website connects to all my socials. All my socials connect to that website. <laughs> so... That's that's a big part of this tip, but yeah. If you want to check it out, getdjpsych.com. I will have that in the description. You know, uh, if you check it out, please do let me know in the comments. I'd love to know what you think. But if you're a creator, that's my fifth tip for you. Have a landing hub. It doesn't have to be a website necessarily. It doesn't have to be a full website. Linktree is a really easy, free thing that you can use. Literally, if you have like, I don't know, maybe if you're just an influencer, you have an Instagram, a Facebook, whatever, 
not just an influencer, like it's just a thing, but if, if, if all you do is like post on social media, you can still have a landing hub without having to make a whole website. You can put your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, in a link tree and put your link tree everywhere in every social you have. So if someone follows on your Twitter, they could easily get to your Instagram and then get to your Facebook. And let's say you are like a musician and you have a Spotify and a SoundCloud and all that. Connect everywhere where you post your music, your YouTube, everything, everything that's important to your creating, whatever you want to add, put it all in a landing hub, a link tree or something, or you could make a website, or you could do what I did and have both. I have a link tree that links my website, my podcast, just the things that are really important to me, my YouTube, and I put that in all of my social medias, and it has all my social medias on it. So if you're on my Instagram, you can find my Twitter, my Facebook, my YouTube, my podcast, my website. And if you're on my website, you can find all those things. And the reason you want to do this as a new creator, and and you know, if you're into this, if you want to do this, it's a good thing not to overlook because let's say someone lands on your website and they want to learn more about you, but your website doesn't link to anything else you do. How are they going to find you again? You know, this might be the only way this person has come across you. But if everything is linked to everything, if it's a big circle and no matter where you land, you could just continually run through this circle, then no matter where someone lands on your circle, if they find you, whether they find your website first, whether they find your Instagram first, or whether they find your YouTube first, whatever you have, they can easily navigate to any other platform. So if you change your name on any socials, if you change your image, make sure to go back to this circle and change everything so that someone doesn't like end up on your YouTube, click a link in the description and can't find you because most people aren't going to go digging for you. <laughs> so make sure you make it very easy for them. Make this a nice little circle where no matter where they land on the circle, they can find you somewhere else because, you know, if someone likes your video and follows you on Instagram, they're going to be more likely to watch your videos later on because now they're connecting with you in multiple ways. If you can get people to connect with you on multiple platforms, you'll be more likely to have someone who's going to stick with you for the long haul. And that's it. That's, that's my last tip for new creators or creators like me who've been doing this for a little bit and just kind of want some advice to keep them going or inspired to sum it up for you, be yourself, show yourself up more on your platforms, be clear about what you're doing and why, consume more quality content in an intentional way so you can get more ideas and learn new things, and if you don't like what you're doing, make sure you're not afraid to change things. And lastly, have a landing hub for everything and make sure everything you do connects to each other so no matter what you're doing, no matter where someone finds you, they can find you wherever they need to find you, wherever you want them to find you. And once again, if you want to find my landing hub, you can check it out, getdjpsyched.com. Just a little tidbit, which is, this is something I did recently too, having one uniform name that is not being used by anyone else, and is, you can use it on every platform, really helps. I'm getdjpsyched on everything. I don't think my YouTube is Get DJ Psyched. I think it's Get Psyched, but my podcast is Get Psyched, so it, I digress. But my website, all my social medias, they're Get DJ. They're Get DJ Psyched, and my website, my podcast are Get Psyched, but it's all close enough. So that, that's just very helpful, because if you were to Google Get DJ Psyched, odds are you'd get me in some form. I don't know why you would Google that, but, you know, if you do Google that, I'm sure you would get me from somewhere. And it's just also really helpful, because, I don't know, let's say someone finds me on Instagram, Get DJ Psyched, and they just happen to get on Twitter and wonder if I'm there. They can search me up very easily. If you use different names everywhere, 
it's going to be harder to locate you, harder to keep track of. It's just super easy for you to know your own links and to know everything and to be able to share things. Like I could say, hey, if you want to follow me on Instagram, follow me at Instagram.com slash get DJ psyched. Want to follow me on Twitter? Twitter.com slash get DJ psyched. It's just a lot easier when you have a name like that. So yeah, that was my bonus tip for the day. Have that uniformity if you want people to find multiple things from you. If you want to have an image or a brand, keep it cohesive. I know I'm just one kid who just likes to talk about things uh, in my room. I like to talk about music. I podcast. I make videos, blah, blah, blah. I blog. But having this personal brand, I think it really helps me feel more like a creator and it helps get me in this different zone when I'm creating. And instead of just being someone who makes random things all the time because it excites me, I feel like I have a thing going. And that just helps me as a creator. It makes me feel good. So yeah, those are my five tips. Were any of them useful to you? If they were, let me know in the comments below. And like I said, if you feel so inclined, please check out my website, getdjpsych.com. I just made it. I would love feedback. I'd love to know if you like it or if if you think I should change something about it. If you have any fun ideas, totally let me know. But thank you so much for listening if you listen to this whole thing. I really do hope some of this information was useful to you and can be applied to whatever you're doing. Best of luck out there. If you're a creator, it's my last call to action, I promise, because you give people too many call to actions. It's not really a bright idea if you're trying to get people to do something, but I don't really care. If if you're a creator, totally leave it in the comments below. What do you do? What's your name? What's the thing that you like to do? What do you create? What are you creating for? I don't know. Just share it below because I'll totally check you out. And if anybody else wants to check out other creators in the comments, you know that hopefully there are people there for you to connect with. So thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay psyched. Thank you so much for listening. The intro and outro beat used on this podcast was made by my friend and producer, PME. He's super talented, so make sure to check him out. His links are always in the description. And as always, let me know what you're getting psyched about. I do this podcast because I think getting psyched is done best when we do it together. So please let me know. And until next time, stay psyched.